0: a podcast produced by the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. Our guest this week is Dr. Jennifer Anderson. Dr. Anderson is an associate professor of communication studies, as well as coordinating both the online and on-campus grad programs within the school. She is also the coordinator of the Health Communication Fund. Right before the semester break, I spoke with Dr. Anderson. Tell me, where are you from originally?
1: I am from Kansas City, Missouri, which I did okay. not think was very southern until I moved up here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, barbecue is big in Kansas City, right?
1: It is. But you know what? Barbecue is big in a lot of places. And right. every place that has a fair amount of barbecue is like, yeah, well, we're the heart of barbecue. It's like, it, yep. you know, meh. I li- I'm not a I huge live- fan of barbecue. I don't really like it at all.
0: Well, it's not something you should eat every day, that's for sure.
1: Well, true. There is a great barbecue place in Kansas City. I think we've maybe talked about it before. It's called Arthur Bryant's. And they, it's like right down in the the jazz district, 18th and Vine. And it's this little hole in the wall and they just pile your, like the, like roast beef or whatever you're getting. I mean, inches high. And it's Mm. in between two pieces of like white bread, like wonder bread. There are these enormous meat sandwiches, uh, and you can put as much sauce on there as you want, and it's like $2. Wow. <laughs> it's the best. Now, yeah. you have to be willing to go to 18th right. and Vine and be in a tiny, tiny restaurant and whatever. Yeah. You've got to
0: be willing to sacrifice a few of those years at the end of your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For
0: eating. <laughs> yeah. I lived in Memphis, and they claim to be, you know, the barbecue capital. Exactly. Um, but I got to tell you, when I think of jazz, I don't think of Kansas City. <laughs>
1: You don't think of gonna Kansas City.
0: Well, that's is that a jazz? You know? I mean jazz, jazz is improvisational, 18th right?
1: 18th and Vine, you know. It's Actually, I just
0: I just finished watching the last season of Fargo. Uh-huh. And it takes place in Kansas City in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Chris yeah, Rock plays know. a gangster.
1: <laughs> I think the like, oh, we have jazz here is similar to we have barbecue here.
0: Oh. <laughs> and you we know, have it's a Walmart, like being yeah. like, well, we
1: have a lot of art. It's great. Mm-hmm. a lot of places do. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. Kansas City's cool, I guess. I don't know.
0: When so I lived right. there,
1: I was like, I want to go somewhere. I want to go to like a big city, you know, <laughs> Chicago or New York or LA. Or I Kansas City is a pretty big city and I did not end up in a bigger city.
0: So did you live right in the city?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: The heart um, of it? So
1: like the the exits like above, um, out of Kansas City downtown are numbered, you know, it's like zero to one or whatever, anyway, to a hundred. We were exit like seven,
0: uh, <laughs> like
1: we were right there. It only took me five minutes to get downtown. Nice. So yeah, like our address was Kansas City. It wasn't like one of the outlying uh, things, which made it great when I was doing improv in high school. I did improv at like a coffee house downtown. So it was easy to get there, you know, it was only five What minutes.
0: was, okay. What was the name of your improv group?
1: Oh my God. Well, our, our school one, that I obviously became the captain of at one point, uh, was called the 48th Street Players, which is okay. just idiotic. But our, our school was on 48th Street and players is like the Shakespearean term for actors or something.
0: Was it players, a traditional spelling? You didn't throw a Z or something in there? No, tradition? no, and it wasn't okay.
1: players, you know. <laughs> we were white, Rocky. You were. <laughs> can't get away with those things. Um, yeah, you know so, what? We changed your name like every week when we were competing downtown because it was like different uh, every week, so. They called nice. it comedy sports.
0: Comedy sports? So did, mm-hmm. so did you letter an improv?
1: Oh, no, this was the downtown one, but yes, I did oh. letter an improv.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't have to have that uh, improv letterman's jacket, would you? I don't I even do know if that's a thing letterman's. anymore.
1: I do have my letterman's jacket, and it does have a lot of the, um like, I lettered in, obviously, a bunch of different things. Band, choir, improv, show choir, vocal music. Um, so anyways, yes, it has a lot of those buttons on there to let you know which things I lettered in.
0: And you have an Here. actual letterman's jacket. Yeah. I wonder if kids still do that. I don't know. I mean, I would have thought you were too young for a letterman's jacket, but.
1: Well, it, you know, and it's one of those things where I don't know. I, I just was like, I want to have, you know, I grew up watching TV from like the sixties. Oh, sure. So, so I was like, this is what people do. I don't know that it is.
0: Yeah. Watching happy days. I, still
1: do it. I, I've, at the time. Yeah. I was like, this feels old fashioned, but it's like a tradition or something. I though was already like, why do we have a yearbook?
0: <laughs>
1: like, a, like a printed yearbook. Like I'm just dead. You know, yeah. <laughs> idiotic. I did get a class ring though, too. Did you have a class ring?
0: I did not get a class ring because I I don't like, I'm very particular about accessories. Sure. I don't like a lot of things on my hands or wrists or Mm -hmm. feet. Um, I'm basically a caveman. Sure. um, With a doctorate. uh, So, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the lockdown's been awesome for me because I can just like stumble around the house. Oh, I don't it's have, fantastic. yeah, I don't have to wear pants with belt loops in them. And-
1: I know, I was just going to say, <laughs> oh, PJs, sweats, <laughs> they've never yeah. got more use.
0: <laughs> just, you know, it's just hard to know what day it is and, you know, or when yeah. the last time I was outside. I know. Like outside, yeah. outside, not just the backyard.
1: I know. I am like, oh, can I go to Walmart? That's like my only time when I'm like outside or out of my house doing something. Which yeah. is sad. And then my husband's like, why did it take you two hours to get eggs yeah. and bread? And I'm like, Shh, this is my only outlet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I wander around like a zombie, you know, just Uh-oh. to have something else to look at and do, you know.
0: <sighs> so Kansas City improv, you loaded it in anything that you didn't have to break a sweat for. Yes. Hey, like.
1: you break a sweat with uh, dancing, being in show choir. That's, that's tough. Oh, and, and I I take kind. that
0: back. Show choir, okay. Show choir was dancing. I was, was in marching
1: band. That's a lot of uh, activity as well. I was on the I was in the drumline, wow. so you got to carry a heavy thing and walk. So.
0: <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. I take I take it back. Um, <laughs> yes, mean,
1: it, no kind of organized athletics of any kind. Yeah.
0: I mean, it it sounds nerdy, but hey, that just <laughs> it's, you're active.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In Kansas City, mm-hmm. Missouri. So did mm-hmm. you always want to be? whatever you are today. <laughs> I you say that.
1: Yes, I knew exactly what I was going to be like on December 9th, 2020. <laughs> um, Maybe not no, specifically today. I did to be a teacher. i okay. always to be a teacher. Um, I, when I was little, I would make worksheets for my little brothers.
0: <laughs> All those poor kids.
1: I know, right? To teach them math and and reading and stuff like that Um, and then my mom is a speech pathologist so that she's kind of like a teacher she worked in in, in the school system and then I had awesome teachers growing up and actually when I was in college this explains why I was in uh, choir and stuff in high school and then I also did it in college I wanted to be a vocal music teacher in at a high school level that was what I kind of had in my mind when I was in college I mean I came in undeclared and then I was a vocal music major Come to find out. I'm actually not that talented at vocal music, and it's really hard. <laughs> um, we well, had that's a class good to high. know,
0: because, you know, one of my bucket list things is to start a band, and I was just thinking, ah, oh, lead singer, but okay.
1: It is Well, it's, here's the thing. It's easy to sing fairly well. It's really difficult to be a music major. It's okay. like, I know how to do math. I'm not going to get a degree in math. I <laughs> I'm saying, we had this class called Aural Skills, A-U-R-A-L, and it was just, exactly what it sounds like you're just literally training your ear to be able to hear things and our exams you would come into the professor's office where they had a piano and she would just go and she'd be like what interval is that <laughs> and I'm like I don't know 70 you know I mean it's all like it's supposed to be like a fifth and a seventh I just cried my way through the first exam <laughs> she's like it's okay what's this bah, bah. I'm like, I don't- <laughs> She's like, here's an easy one, ba <laughs> no idea, um, so it was really hard, and then yeah. I was also like, hmm, high school, <sighs> there's a lot of restrictions on that, you have to be there at a specific time, all the time, <laughs> and other people tell you what to teach, and yeah. you deal with all that bureaucracy and stuff, and I just, oh, like, hmm, I don't like that, so then I was like, well, maybe I'll do anything else, so then I became a communication major. I didn't know I wanted to do college stuff until a couple of years after undergrad because I did some other jobs I worked in a bank I was a waitress at a at a tea house I was I worked at the humane society and though I enjoyed all of those jobs for different reasons I was like I really miss school and I really miss teaching and Mm -hmm. I think college would be a cool place to to do that
0: so Absolutely, because there's a, there's no bureaucracy at the collegiate level.
1: But you know what? Here's the thing: mean, there is bureaucracy, but there's so much more freedom, right? Like I get to design my classes how I want to teach right. them. I get to learn about what I want to learn about with my research. You know that that kind of stuff. There's just, I can work from home, if I want to. I can work at midnight right. or two p.m. You know. I mean, there's there's just more flexibility. Wow. I think.
0: Are you a, are you a night person or a morning person or a oh, nine to five person?
1: I used to be a night person, and then I had kids, and yep. then I was a I was a person who was woken up a lot at night, yep. but not a person who was productive at night. I am not a morning person at all. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this would be a much different interview if it was 9 a.m.
1: You'd have to drag me. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I have to drink a couple of cups of coffee before I'm even, like, yeah, ready to be alive. Wow. If I could sleep till 2 p.m. every day, I would. My favorite thing is taking a nap in the middle of the day when it's really sunny out. And you're like, you know what, son? I don't even care. I'm about to take a nap. It <laughs> <laughs> just feels so good. I just feel so in control. I'm like, the world yeah. wants me to be awake. Ha ha! Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I am not subject to much of their nature.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> take your I don't even day have and... a
1: circadian rhythm. Um, exactly. But, uh, yeah.
0: That's what melatonin's for. So how did you end up in Miami? Or actually, you weren't in Miami. You're at Miami University. Yes. Which is not in Miami. Which yeah, which is through me the first time I ever heard of Miami University. I think I may have applied for a job there or something. Yeah. Like I'm like, do I want to work in Miami? Oh, it's Ohio. Do I want to work in Ohio? God, I don't.
1: Oxford is a lovely place. And what they will say at uh, Miami University of Ohio, they say we were a, a university before Florida was a state. So <laughs> they're like we're the original Miami. Oh. Um,
0: <laughs> they are okay. snobby
1: like that. Um, they truly are. They're, they, they're called. <laughs> well, it's, J- a,
0: crew. it's a question huh? they get a lot. I imagine it's a question they. Get no, a lot,
1: yeah, they've got. You've got to have a canned response for that. They're called. People call them J Crew U because they're just so preppy. I mean, the girls wore you know high heels to class and stuff. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Um, okay. I just I ended up there. I I applied to. Gosh a dozen master's programs I had no idea what I was doing and so I just looked up on like the oh what is that called like U.S. News and World Report I just looked at all the places that I got accepted to and whichever one was highest ranked on there that's where I went cool
0: well and it's a much (laughs) different
1: for communication necessarily they could have been terrible with that I just was like well this one's uh, I don't know and it's in the midwest that sounds good
0: yeah, and it, it, it's a much, I, don't, I think one thing, like when our grad students come, it's a much different experience going to an institution as a grad student than an undergrad. Oh, yeah. There's just not that, I, I don't think you have kind of, the, you don't have the same sense of, you know, being an alumnus, you know, oh, it's gosh, not, no. you don't really care if they win the football game or not, you're mm-hmm. just, just give me I my paper. I mean, I never paper. did anyway, but yes. So you didn't play band? No, in not in
1: college, no, no, no. My high school band teacher made me hate band, and I told her that. I went into her <laughs> office my senior year. This is, this is a true story. And I, believe I said, it. you, the way that you teach music has made, I, I love, I love music. And I used to love, I played the flute, that's my original instrument. And then I switched to um, drums just for the marching season. But anyway, I was like, I love music. And you single-handedly have made me hate music. And I want <laughs> to quit band but my parents won't let me. And since I'm only 17, I can't make that decision. So I'm not going to play an instrument in our marching band this year. So you can just do whatever you want with that. (laughs) And I carried the banner that year for the marching band. That's what I got to do.
0: (laughs) Do you you still play drums at all?
1: I do not still play drums, no. And I never learned like drum set or anything like that. I just did like snare drum for a marching band, you know?
0: All right. Well, you're 0 for 2 for my band, then. <laughs> I, know. I don't really need a flute, I don't think.
1: <laughs> you're not going for the Jethro Tull vibe? No.
0: I got a daughter that plays guitar and viola, and the, the younger one plays violin. Nice. My wife plays piano. I Ooh. obviously have, have a beautiful voice. but sure. um, We just need someone to keep the beat or play a bass. I could learn mm. the bass, I guess. That's only four strings.
1: I could do neither of those. I could sing back up and, and hit a... um. Oh, what do you call those? Cowbell? Tamborine? Oh, well, yeah, cowbell. I did actually, yeah. Or woodblock? I wood played block. cowbell and timpani and, and um, bells and chimes and xylophone and marimba and all that crap, too.
0: Okay. <laughs> I I played a little what? guitar. That was 20 but,
1: years ago. Literally, yeah, that exactly. was 20 years
0: ago. I played trombone in band through oh, a, through nice. middle school and high school, and then I played a little guitar, but I I've, I've I remember some trombone just because it's kind of hardwired in me, but yeah, guitar I don't remember as much of.
1: I feel like all the trombone players were like, "What's a good word for it?"
0: Really like cool, goofy. awesome people. Goofy. Goofy. You know. <laughs> all right. Do we want to go down the list of all the things you did in high school and see who was goofier?
1: <laughs> God no! Stop talking about <laughs> high school. God.
0: I'll stop. Talking about God.
1: <laughs> it was not that fun.
0: Really? Yeah. You okay. didn't. You, you didn't sing tap dance your way through. I mean, I did
1: those part. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's ugh, high school.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up.
1: <laughs> it's fine, but college was much better.
0: Okay. So Miami, and then from there, you continued your meteoric rise to uh, <sighs> associate professor status, Michigan State.
1: Of a meteoric rise because meteors burn out at some point, don't they, or crash um, into stuff?
0: But you know, so do you know, so do uh, rise, you know, shooting stars. True. But it's Very they're true. fun to watch while they burn out. <laughs> I'm not saying you're gonna burn out. I'm just. <laughs> I can't
1: wait, this, well, COVID has really eased me into the burnout because you know I'm already half. You know, you're in PJs all day, hanging out at home. So I'm like, well, this is kind of you know, it's sort of half half burned out. It's like this is like the um the sartorial equivalent of a um of a mullet where (laughs) it's business on top
0: (laughs) party in the back
1: party slash uh yeah netflix binge day (laughs) anyways yes i went to michigan state um thankfully i took a class in quantitative methods even though it wasn't required because i was like i feel like i should probably know something about numbers or something And turned out I loved that, and then that teacher taught health communication, and turned out I loved that as well, so that allowed me to apply to Michigan State, Um, and (laughs) I remember, because I was actually in the critical media studies program for my master's, and I remember my mentors from that program being like, Michigan State, are you sure you want to go there? Like, all they do is numbers. They walk around in lab coats, which they did do in the 80s. Um,
0: Even... Even in the social sciences, they were? Yes, in
1: the communication department specifically, yes. Oh,
0: we should totally start doing that. It's,
1: (laughs) then they always tell this story of this one random PhD student that was, had been admitted, but then they didn't, or like he was accepted to the program, but they didn't fully admit him. And he's actually the reason why they still do like um, pre-acceptance visits or whatever. He showed up in this big, long um, lab coat with a silver briefcase that he never opened and like, I don't know, like, goggles or something. Apparently he looked like, do you remember Beekman's World? Oh yeah. (laughs) He looked like that guy, and he was just the strangest person on earth, and they were like, yeah, no, you're not coming
0: here. Oh, I would have totally (laughs) accepted that person. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Right? See, Um, I think, I think we should be wearing our academic regalia every day. Oh,
1: you know what? I should start wearing that on Zoom calls. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, it's at home anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you don't have to wear anything under it. It's just, and it's very flattering. But so,
1: it's so hot, though.
0: It, it does get a little warm.
1: You don't get the full effect because you only see the, you know, the top. But it does yeah, make you, you feel the... like you're at Hogwarts, and I love that. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I went to Michigan State, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm going to go there because it was, I, I had applied and was accepted to a few places, and that one was the highest ranked for health comm, So I was like, well, I'm going to go there. So. <laughs> and they had a lot of people so. to work with. Um, and right. health, so that turned out to be a good choice. And I really liked Michigan, it was really cool. Yep. Lansing is not that amazing as far as like the just the um oh gosh, like the landscape and stuff as right. northern and western Michigan are. But um, yep. I really liked it there. They had nice, like, they actually had water and trees and stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize I liked that yeah. and would miss that so much until I moved here.
0: Yeah, not a lot of that downtown Kansas City.
1: Yeah, no, but there are a lot of woods um, around in Kansas City. Like, there's just a ton of trees, like, in between the, like, on the highway. You just can't see anything because there's trees.
0: Did you yeah. ever wander off into those trees?
1: No, I would not have been yeah. allowed to do that, no.
0: Good good plan. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I worked at a TV oh, station nice. there. So, went to Lansing, you know, to cover the legislature. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, we loved Michigan. We were, what, a half hour from the coast oh. in Grand Rapids, and then, you know, three hours from Detroit, three hours from Chicago.
1: I know. I was just going to say, the proximity to Chicago was really nice.
0: Yep. Yeah, I worked Now it's the sta- like I've got
1: to travel for a day and a half or something to get over there.
0: <laughs> yeah. The station I worked for was, uh, was owned by, um, now I'm Blake and I, whoever owned the Cubs
1: oh. at the time.
0: So I, every year I'd go to a Cubs game and get really good tickets. Not that I was a Cubs fan. It's like, baseball is one of those sports I like watching it in person. Yeah. Because I don't really you know like, because it's slow, so you can yeah. do everything.
1: You Just got to kick back and yeah.
0: Yeah, I have a beer and a hot dog and you know just wait to hear like the the crowd cheer and like what happened? Did I miss something? <laughs> now what is, is Michigan State? Is that the Wolverines?
1: No, that's U of M. Michigan State is the Spartans.
0: That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. The Green lights. Mm-hmm.
0: I always think of the SNL Spartan cheerleaders.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Will Ferrell and uh. Yes. Cherry O' Terry.
1: Cherry Terry. Gosh, I'm trying to think of one of their. I I, I think I did a skit where I was her. Where oh my god.
0: Do, do you mind doing a little of it right now?
1: I cannot. I was just thinking. <laughs> I, I cannot remember any of those cheers. I cannot remember it. But I would do like the Spartan. You know the um. Oh, what do we call it? Not happy fingers. Sparkle hands? fingers. Spirit fingers. Spirit fingers. Oh.
0: They always did like the ready, okay. And then the
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I'm just I've got uh the the, the 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 dog show. I've got that in my mind
0: right now. That's what yeah, yeah, when you're yeah, it's a good way to break up the the monotony or the lack of is oh, watch this quick web video. Yeah. And then everything'll be alright. You know this. <laughs> I can't tell if, I don't know if it's the pandemic or my age or just my, the fact that I've, for I've always been a 60 year old man, like sure my spirit, my spirit animal is a 60 year old man. Mm-hmm. So that it's just, I don't know if it's confidence or just, I really don't care if I'm <laughs> of the consequences, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, I got to, yeah. Can you be in this meeting today, this Zoom meeting and talk about this? Like, yeah, I suppose.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can talk about that and. Yeah, it'll that's be a the nice thing won't. about
1: zoom though too i can have like a bunch of stuff up to where i can go like, oh yeah no this is okay yeah, like, while no, you're I looking have around
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah i okay. to quote shakespeare yeah yeah pull up these <laughs> real google random. that real quick yeah
1: you know what i love is the chat feature yep. of zoom i mean i was at nca national communication association virtual conference a couple of weeks ago in a panel, like a HealthCon panel or whatever, and it was really neat because at the same time when people were giving presentations about really top-line stuff, I mean they had like NSF grants to study COVID, and I'm over here on the chat function, well what do you guys think about this or that? But it actually <laughs> turned into a really, really um, neat conversation and I made like a research connection because we were talking about people who live in very conservative rural areas and right. how like traditional persuasive messaging has failed to convince mm-hmm. people to wear a mask, for example.
0: So would you call yourself a, a uh, are you more of an introvert or an extrovert, or do you straddle the line?
1: I, I consider myself, I think, like that ambivert thing, where like, I can be extroverted, obviously, right now I'm pretending to be, and ah. <laughs> I can be boisterous or whatnot, interact with people, but it takes a lot out of me
0: well and that's like i
1: want to veg out and play animal crossing for five hours you know
0: and that's you know years ago i think i was doing some sort of advisor training Mm -hmm. and we we had you know we did the oh what's the personality test that everyone uses but scientifically has no merit
1: oh myers-briggs
0: there you go (laughs) we did that (laughs) and then the extrovert and the thing that was kind of eye-opening for me is because i I would consider myself more introverted because Mm You know, do you get your energy from interaction or does it take the energy out of you? Right. And it, yeah, I'm going to probably go and slip into a coma right after this (laughs) podcast recording because this is the most I've interacted with anyone in about nine months.
1: (laughs) I, i tell you what, like unstructured interaction is really hard and I have not had much of that this semester because usually when I'm on Zoom, I'm either teaching or I'm in a meeting that has an agenda. So, mm-hmm. just sort of freeform conversation, that is really hard.
0: <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, you know what I hate? And I don't like to use the word hate because.
1: This must be really serious.
0: Yeah. And, and now we'll find out who listens to the podcast. Sure. I oh, you, are you going
1: to call some specific person out? You know who no, I hate? No,
0: no, 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 no. Not a person. Joey Joe Joe Jr. Shadow it's, you. It's not yeah. a person. It's, it's a. Um, I'll just tell you. And part of this is the introverted thing. Sure. I hate in a meeting or whatever, when somebody says, let's go around the room and talk about your this, that, or the other. And I just yeah. want to put a gun to my head. Right. If I really I, wanted to talk about this, that, or the other, I would. So now on the spot, I have to think of, you know, what was your biggest challenge? Like I don't know. I never look back.
1: <laughs> the past is the past,
0: yeah. you know? My biggest challenge. <laughs> is...
1: You know, here's why I hate those kind of things. Is oh, you do too. Life. Awesome. Well, I'm just, at my point, my thought is, what, this feels like a waste of time. Right. Is my thing. Like, we didn't it, need to all be in this room to hear yep. each other talk about what was hard. Like, that is, right. to me, that's not productive. Yep. You know what it's, I'm saying? But
0: it's kind of a forced socialization.
1: It is. Oh, the oh, well, at least the, like, what was your challenge or something related to the meeting is at least better than me. Let's all go around and say what we did over break.
0: Yeah. I Or what, or what we're going to do.
1: I know, Right. <laughs> Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: like if we were just you're right. Like if it was just like general socializing like you're at a um potluck or something, sure, that's fine. But what? we're in a meeting right now. This is professional. Let's just do it, you know? Anyway. I'm with you. This is why I love Zoom cuz I feel like there's less of that. There's not be let's chit chat before the meeting and it get started five well, minutes late.
0: And I you was kind of late late to the party realizing you could um not you could choose to not see yourself because Oh okay. i always knew this but zoom made me realize i have no poker face <laughs> like you can tell what i'm thinking yeah by one look and and i see myself you know somebody will say something at zoom meeting i look at myself oh boy i better
1: <laughs> but that's a reason I, you if, should leave your own uh screen on To be able to see yourself and be able to monitor
0: well yeah but i want to become self-conscious yeah Uh, uh, i gotta yeah i gotta do me right
1: right you gotta do you i mean it is what it is you know
0: yeah it is what it is (laughs) and i'm tenured so you know i like
1: being able to see myself and for that exact reason to be able to monitor my reactions (laughs) because as you know i too am not one to be subtle Subtlety is not no. my
0: strength. It's like one my, I ha- so.
1: One of my colleagues, I won't tell you who, in Pugsley, but after a meeting, they'll always uh, kind of come back to me and be like, "Did you know you made this face?" So I'm this? <laughs> and I'm like, "I did know that." And they're like, "Well, I think that person saw it." And I'm like, "Good. I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> this was.
0: Yeah.
1: This is with colleagues from years ago.
0: Yeah, I think it, the way my I'm wired is like I have a thought and before it goes to whatever part of my brain, you know, has has some sort of um pride or guilt, it goes through sure. my face. <laughs> and then and then it goes like, Oh, yeah. Shouldn't have shouldn't have looked that <laughs> way. But.
1: but see I think this is why Kojo works very well. We all know that about each other. We're pretty you know, I don't want to say loosey-goosey, but it's okay to just blurt out whatever. <laughs> as long as it's fairly professional. You know, we're not like, oh, God, I feel really offended that you thought this idea was idiotic, you know. <laughs> and we say that all the time in our meetings, don't we? I'm kidding. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I always want to
1: paint this silly picture for students. Oh, we're all just having crazy meetings. They're not. They're really boring.
0: <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
1: well they're civil and professional which is kind of boring but that's how it should be right i mean i don't think you want a lot of drama in those kind of meetings i mean i don't know if you've ever been in meetings where people are crying every time
0: yes I know.
1: <laughs> this is pre-kojo
0: yeah it, it, yeah it's yeah it's just meet, meeting meetings generally are I don't know, maybe you gotta, you know, it's, it's one of the things I've done in my class and I don't, I don't know, if some students buy it. I've gone away from calling it group work to teamwork because mm. it's a, te- ah, you're a team, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're not a group. A group is just, you know, a random bunch of people, which I mean right. they are, but no, you're a team. But yeah, I, I, I feel like, a- I, yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving away too many of my secrets here.
1: <laughs> well, I was just thinking about, meetings that feel really productive are ones where you're like actually doing the work during the meeting rather than just sort of like sharing information. And then it's like, okay, everybody go do your work. But I was thinking about how I also try to use that with class where, and I don't say flipped classroom because I just think that has, students have a negative connotation with that. But that like our time in class should be doing things that you can't do by yourself on a computer. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Oh yeah, like we sh- little... I
1: shouldn't be doing a PowerPoint to remind you of what you just read in the, in the textbook. That is a waste of everyone's time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So.
1: This is why I also don't have attendance policies because I'm like, I think I'm doing some valuable stuff in the class. If you don't like it, don't come.
0: I don't. Care. Yeah, and it 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 catches up with them.
1: It does, and I mean, so... you know, I do care. Like I want them to have good educational experience, but also they're adults, so if they choose not to yep. come, that's okay not going to punish them for not coming i'm not going to reward you for coming to class you know what i'm saying
0: yeah right. plus that's well, just a lot of
1: stuff to keep up with right as a teacher uh, yeah <laughs> i don't have to have an attendance record come on
0: i mean i yeah sometimes it comes in handy just to what i found i mean i don't necessarily you know i take attendance just be so when end of the semester comes and there's students saying well you know i didn't know about this this and this right i can go say well we talked about it this day you were there you were not here um that's probably why you are unfamiliar right with the content all right i also
1: don't teach any like intro classes so i think i might have a different attitude if i was teaching intro classes where maybe students are less familiar with what college is like or what the consequences of not coming to class are
0: right but. and and but also you know, the, they
1: won't experience that consequence if you're forcing them to come all the time so
0: yeah i mean it's i mean it's ultimate like i've always said i don't i don't take credit for my students accomplishments because i'm not taking responsibility for their failures
1: oh i love that put that on a shirt
0: well, that's a lot of words but <laughs> i mean it comes down there it's that's it's a, a, point, it's a choice it's a decision you're absolutely right. You know, some some students are going to succeed regardless of the situation, and some, you know, just aren't going to put in the time. So I, right. you know, that student that, you know, did great work would have probably done great work anywhere.
1: Regardless,
0: yeah. It's the students, determine. I feel
1: like, that are right in the middle, where Yep. that's, that's where I feel like we can have the biggest impact. Because you're right, there's some students that are going to excel no matter what. There's some yep. students that are going to be checked out no matter what. But it's those folks in the middle that are like, I'm try. I want to try hard, but I need some guidance. That's the sweet spot, I feel like. Yep. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, trying to get light of fire a little bit, or at least find out what they're passionate about, and mm-hmm. and be honest with them. If it's like, if this isn't what you want to do, then don't do it. Yes. You know, find, find something that you're interested in. Hopefully, you can make a living at it, but... Right. <laughs> You did know, you
1: change majors when you were in college, or did you already know what you were going
0: to do? Um, yeah, it was prophesized long ago. What? No, I, I never, I never right changed on
1: stone tablets that you keep exactly. in the basement. Exactly.
0: Are you familiar with Nostradamus?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there's a, I, I, my name shows up. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, I never changed.
1: I'm cha- in the Mayan calendar. So. Oh, are you? <laughs> wait. Does your wait so? Tell me why how was
0: this prophesied? no, I wasn 't prophesied. Oh. I actually um, no, I never changed my major. I added one oh, okay. only, only because I had enough credits to have a geography major. I haven't really used it. I mean, I have a oh. GPS, so that helps a lot. Um, but you know, the one thing you know I did find when I was an undergrad was I thought I wanted to be a reporter, mm. and you know I did an internship in Duluth, Minnesota, where I was a TV reporter and it was kind of boring because it's like, hmm. you can say, I mean, there's a hundred different ways to write something or say something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But with photography, I mean, it's more of a challenge to tell a story mm. because you can't make it up. I mean, ethically, right. and I mean, you're you're shooting what's happening,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how do you put that together? And I just and I thought it was just that was more challenging. That was more fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then that's what happened. I mean, I always kind of wanted to teach, too, in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so yeah, here I am. Um, nice. And I'm pretty My much, mom's like, yeah. oh,
1: you're just a teacher?
0: <laughs> well, now my mother... Like,
1: my, my mom was like, I had these big dreams for you. Like, you were going to move to New York and, like, live in a loft and, like, you know, do all, like, be in this, <laughs> you know, fast-paced job. And I'm like, you know, that's not, like... <laughs> Thinking about where you want me to live and the type of apartment I would have, that's not really career goals. That's not right, really... Not, well,
0: my and mom... In her never, mind,
1: you know, because on TV, that's what young, intelligent women do, I guess, before they find their love interest in a <laughs> rom-com.
0: Oh, uh, you're going to be like Sex in the City.
1: Uh-huh, yes! <laughs> you know, no, well, not. I think she wanted me to be like Elaine on um, Seinfeld. Oh,
0: uh, I gotcha.
1: You know? And she's no, like, I... I just always feel like you've got this great like mean streak where you wouldn't mind firing people (laughs) not a compliment you know (laughs) she means it as a compliment that is so amazing like i number one i don't think that's true but number two not a
0: compliment i remember at um i went to one of my cousins high school graduations and she was Mm the same age as me and i was talking to her father my uncle Mm -hmm about, you know, going to college. He's like, what are you going to major in? I said, journalism. And he looked at me and said, what's that? No. Yes. And then I was like, and then I got a little nervous because, well, if I can't explain it, should I really be doing it? <laughs> it's like not a, not a question. I thought, you know, I thought I was going to be asked. Oh, my but God. My mom never really understood what I did when I, when I you know, was a news videographer. And I just no. got tired tired of trying to explain it. I
1: don't understand that, because to me, that seems pretty straightforward. When I, would, yeah. when I would tell people I study communication, they're like, what is that? And I think that's a valid question, Correct. you know, because that's not the name of a job. Like, journalist, journalism, that's the name of a job. Like, how do you not understand what that is? That's weird to me. Uh,
0: I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't top of the class. Mm. Um, but see, now, I assume, like, did both of your parents go to college?
1: no. Um, my dad actually dropped out of high school when he was 14 and then, um, he was like homeless for about 10 years. And then he met my mom they got married mm -hmm, and then he, he ultimately got his GED, his high school equivalent. Um, my mom went to a couple of years of college, I think, then she met my dad and they had babies. Um, so then she was going, she went to another college like in um, Missouri to finish up her undergrad, and then she got a master's later on in her career. I was told by our trio, uh, or no, our um, Upward Bound office, that that counts for me as a first-generation college student. I was like, I don't really feel like, I'm like quasi, because my mom went to college, Um, but they were like, no, but she didn't have the traditional college experience, like she wasn't there all four years, and you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, I guess the point is, I didn't have parents that could be like, here's what college is like.
0: Right, you know what and
1: I'm
0: yeah, and I, I'm the youngest of seven, but mm-hmm. by the time I went to college, uh, two of my older brothers and sisters, well, three of them actually technically dropped out. One went to the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. one went to jail. Um, yeah. So I was, you know, my parents didn't go to college. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I guess my, the point I'm rolling towards very slowly is they have, they have no idea what a college professor does.
1: That is a great point.
0: Because I'll I'll go home like to this day, and I'll I'll you know I'll hide around corners and scare my sisters, and my mom's like, is it, is that what a college professor does? Like, how the hell would you know? Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe we're all doing this, you know?
1: That's so funny. But you know what? I I have to look back at when I was an undergrad, and I thought college professors only worked a few hours a week because I thought they only worked when they were in class teaching, or like yep. getting ready for class. Yeah. Which was not accurate. Although, to be fair, that was more of a teaching school. There's not really Uh, a research expectation there. But still, (laughs) Uh a rude awakening, you know, when you find out.
0: Yeah. Our next episode will be available on January 1st. This podcast is the property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James, is licensed through AMP music.